Welcome, audience, to the Dark Jam Podcast. Oh, it's been a while since I've done this. <laughs> I'm obviously yeah. Boomstick. It's been a while since I've been here. <laughs> and with me, I have... Me, Nate. And Spud Spadoni. And today, we're mostly going to be talking about the future. Future. <laughs> and a little bit about the past. I was past. thinking it. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> you gotta say it though <laughs> before we get into the subject of 2023 and what this year might have hold for both the community us and the world <laughs> i don't think we're equipped to talk about what's going to go on with the world at 2023 with the rate things have been oh, man, going i, I don't think even we'll know. talk about the world as this podcast look i don't even think we're really wow, equipped that was heady i don't even think we're really equipped to have a podcast so that's like besides the point yeah, I uh, I don't know. We've yeah, who, done eleven who gave episodes. You permission to have a podcast, you know, like Jeez. Meeker. No one. This is completely unregulated. <laughs> We're on oh, the land. All right. First, why don't we just go around and kind of like give a brief synopsis of what we did last year? It was a big year. Obviously, we were coming off of COVID, and things were still kind of getting back into the swing. Uh, so uh, Nate. What did you uh, do in 2022? I honestly feel like I had a huge like shift in like my involvement with the hobby. First of all, I mean, like I became part of this podcast. I, I still don't know how that happened. I have not released any blaster concepts. Um, I think I think we added you in the hopes that you would, and now that you haven't, it's almost like I'm disappointed. I'm working on it. I am a busy college kid with ADHD. I can't get anything done. Okay, technically, technically, by the time this is out, I will have sent out my first design, and that's got a big hey. asterisk after that. Bet. Um, I, I'm not going to say what it is because I'm not sure. I'm not trusting myself to actually have sent it out. But it is a remix to a popular platform for a client. Nice. So you also technically that counts. Went... Yeah, I went to uh, FoamCon and uh, FPT and got massacred during both. One of those rounds by you, boom. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, I mean... That was a big one, going to a competitive event. Uh, Makes you feel better. I got massacred in return. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but I, I mean, if you beat me, I would have wanted us to have like some Dart Jam representation in the finals, which we did with Spud. That is true. I was about to say, hey, I'm here too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so I guess I, I technically also did start a shop this year. Um, man, mm. I, I'm, I'm getting poked for red herring hardware kits and i'm like oh silver fox is already handling those so yeah, yeah. i don't know maybe i should maybe sh i should spin it back up because i've just got like three boxes here of hardware that i have nothing to do with like why do i need 200 links pusher screws well you don't Ooh, anymore help me <laughs> exactly yeah. that's the problem <laughs> i don't know maybe i should just uh hit up ryan from silver fox and be like hey you want these <laughs> yeah i'm sure they might discount for it um, that's not a bad idea honestly hmm. yeah. Yeah. we'll uh, see unless I'm just building like 200 links we'll see 
Hey, look, of the two kits I got from you, one of them worked well. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. I mean, I hey, that's 50%. don't blame you. <laughs> Your sample size is too small. I don't know. No one else had complaints. I sold 10 kits. So. All right. Uh, but yeah, um, a lot of stuff happened and even more stuff happening in the future. So can't wait to see where it goes. Nice. What about you, Spud? How was your 2022? I did the opposite because I had a store on Etsy and I kind of just like, it's still there, but it's not like active at all in the past year. Um, I know that feeling. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it. Uh, I may just start selling smaller items or like just stickers and merch and just whatever I want to and less like full kits. Uh, But, you know, that was something I did last year somewhat into spring. Um... Of course, I went. We just mentioned, you know, Envor and FoamCon and all that. I went to last year, which is like the first like real large scale event I've been to since I've been in this hobby, which has been like I don't know, sixteen years going. Um, I tried to get to more events last year, which was good because I kind of was like very hit or miss on my uh, availability. What else did I do? I I went to a couple events with you guys. I went to, of course. There was Enmore, and then I went to Nerfing with Autism with Boom, which was fun to go to an event in North Carolina for the first time. Um, I always go to Georgia, but I don't go to North Carolina for stuff very often. Um, and then I, I did a lot of logo stuff this year. Uh, you know, between like the Dart Jam podcast logo I designed, I've been working on a kind of logo for the Southeast, kind of the Georgia scene that I plan, which is like basically a mascot for almost like a competitive team so it's the southeast slugs logo that i've been developing which has been in the works since like 2012 so it was really cool to like work on my graphic design skills and push that out and then in the past month i've been working on just a basically an entire database to track any competitive real competitive event that i can find that you know has a bracket of players and teams on like a 5v5 or 3v3 whatever it may be um which some people have tried to do um but like there's i hadn't seen anything like really public so i basically went back from like 2009 to 2011 where like the the dart tag league that nerf hosted you know trying to find those results to all the way to like things that happened a month ago um, and I'm just trying to get as much data and pull it into like a spreadsheet as much as possible and, and, and find something to do with that. But it's like, that's important to our hobby. That's history. You know, it's not like blasters. It's not mods. It's not like homemade designs, but it's, it's really the community's involvement. And for that just to go and, and, and kind of disappear into the internet ether I felt like was kind of a disservice to the people who play in it. So I, I wanted to in some way document that and like how, you know, when teams are founded, what their jerseys look like. So obviously you guys have played on teams. So I got some information from you guys. But for some reason, if there's a listener out there who's in a team that wants to give me some of their information, they're they are welcome to hit me up and I would be glad to log some of their, their team's history. You heard it here first. Bud is looking at stealing your information. I would like your social security number, please. That's the only way I can get my information from you. Jokes on you. My security code on the back of, is on the back of my jersey. <laughs> Jokes on you. I was never documented as a born person. I have no social security. 
Oh my! I have no security. <laughs> oh hey! And no social skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, what about you, Boom? What have you been up to in the past year? Uh, kind of the same thing that the same thing I do every year, Pinky. Run a nerf. <laughs> <laughs> Plot to take over the world. <laughs> uh, continuing to host events in Maryland, attend other groups in Maryland, play HVZ in Maryland. Uh, I got to travel a good bit this past year, which was a lot of fun, uh, being part of the Q2 for FBT, obviously doing phone, con, and war and whatnot. Um, traveled up for APOC in August, uh, did nerfing for autism, uh, where you were there, Spud. <laughs> Had a lot of yes. fun with that. Uh, kind of like, again, it's not anything different than what i've been doing just still trying to uh on the plot i did finally find a filming schedule that finally works for me that's why i've I've been able to do a bit of a more consistent filming schedule lately but that's really been only the only thing to change really is just the same old every week nerf what i can stuff works i mean (laughs) i i will say that you're editing style and your setup have changed a lot in the past year like you, first of all you've changed your camera angle yeah uh so that that's changed like how the, the the entire video works you have that a whole um that that four four side graph to figure out like easy gauge of like where a blast falls love that. yeah it's so good that's i love so it so perfect yeah yeah I- so like you you've definitely become like more I guess I guess the the term is professional in your in your filmmaking. <laughs> I I've had a lot of help from a lot of other people who also uh, make videos. Like Brandon has given me a good bit of advice. I've gotten advice from uh, some of the people from the Uno gang and a couple of my locals as well. Just different people giving me suggestions, trying to find what works for me. And so like, I'm glad to hear that at least that things are looking better than they used to because that's that's the thing if we're not if we're not progressing then we're just staying still right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and it's more proof going back to like our, our editing episode where it's like you you know your cameras aren't like drastically different you're not doing like cinematic views on things you're just like tightening things up but like the way you describe what you're doing is really concise and really smart and that will supersede anything else oh. so it's like Again, like I, I, I love you know, I like the way you're editing and you're reviewing, and it's like you could be shooting on a like I don't know, some like old camcorder from like two thousand eight, but like if your content and what you're saying is good, I'm still there, you know. So it's just goes to show huh. that a good in before Boom starts filming with a cassette, like a DVD player, <laughs> oh, not man. even DVD, the, the um, cam VCR. There we go, VCR. Wow, that's a throwback. Welcome I, to the- use the use the cam blaster as your recording device. <laughs> Jeez. Cam oh, ECS. Man. I think Beret has done that. Oh. Mm. Welcome to the Blair Nerf I want one project. Of those so bad. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just a lone jolt floating through the air. <laughs> oh my god. Darts in trees in the shape of men. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting trippy. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I mean, as you can see, our years, I mean, we've we've talked about our years. If you've been listening to our podcast, you've heard us talk about the things that we've been up to. So none of this information is really new for 
the people who have been listening and hey if this is your first episode check out our backlog most of it's pretty good <laughs> and there's not too many episodes to get through which is nice exactly <laughs> <laughs> so with 2022 obviously in our episodes we talk a lot about the blasters that have been coming out kind of briefly talking about in our episodes the new stuff that we've been up to when the blast is coming out what has been your favorite hobby blaster to come out in 2022 oh that's a tough one hmm. blaster or well okay i'm gonna get a bit i guess theoretical here well what do you consider a blaster <laughs> i mean it comes back to everything's a jolt but um I mean, yeah, here yeah, i'll yeah. go ahead does and the put flight a, core uh... system count as a blaster I, I would absolutely uh, uh, consider. Yeah. Or do I have to choose a specific Flycore blaster? Who who's counting here? You yeah. know, like this is our podcast. We make the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Flycore is definitely something that's a pretty big step forward. Yeah, yeah. And like, it, it's literally like every day I open up uh, OFD's Discord and I, I'm seeing a new design come out. There's like there's uh, the Sten coming out now, which is a Flycore that. Blaster that looks like the old Sten from World War II, or the the Grease Goose, which basically looks like an M2 Grease gun. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Vector, as of recording this, is still in beta, but it's very close to release. Yep. Uh, that's another great design. Um, Quick and Meowser have been out for a while, and those have been exploding. Not literally, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, just like there's like a ton of I, I'm I'm Meeker's gonna yell at me for leaving out the Mark Twenty Three. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have expected to just like see him and typing in the chat here Mark Twenty Three, even though he's not listening. Yeah, but right. Just, he has a tendency to do that. I mean, you could just say a number, and that'll probably be a Meeker blaster. Okay, <laughs> sixteen. Yeah, four, eight. You know, really happy about the twelve. No, you have to put Mark in front of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Forgot that. My bad. Oh, oh I did that in post. Dude's got more blasters than Tony Stark has armor. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't know, like, it's it's hard for me to just, like, nail down a blaster, but, like, obviously in 2022, the big thing was that Captain Slug shut down his shop and moved to, was it South Korea? Yep. With his family? So, you know, that um, was, like, a big... Uh, uh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. he shut down his actual shop. Um, he hasn't been coming out with any new designs. Um, side note. He also are works we... for Busby now. Right. Like... I wasn't sure if we were allowed to say that. Oh. I think he's posted it. I, I It's okay. one of those things can... where like, he can talk about it, but yeah. it's, it's definitely out there. I'm not going to discuss like what he's doing or I mean, speculate. But please like, yeah. tell me the... he's helping them design grips. So th that was a lot of the jokes that people were saying is that the new Busby blasters are just going to be like regular Busby with that slug, sl the, like the trademark yeah. slug three-part grip. Wouldn't that be funny? Right. The thing is, I don't think people realize is we're not going to see any of that like actual improvement on his, years, his end for probably least. like two to three yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, he might not even yeah. be with the company when that comes out. Who knows? You know, yeah. like, he might have moved on to other stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. True. So. I mean, there, there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, now you're making me think of like how long Dart Zone was taking to develop like the even even the so far back as the Nexus. Uh, when that yeah, came out, they were while. developing for two years. Yeah, 
I mean, which is why you know that's that's why they are they're always working because otherwise you'd see this giant gap in production. You yeah. know, so like as soon as a blaster is released, there's are there's still two other blasters that are getting ready to release, and two more that are like in the in the wings, and two more that haven't even started. So like, yeah, I guess speaking of Dart Zone in 2022, who remembers the big Tomcat sale? <laughs> Uh, I didn't because everyone jumped in on that and we were posting it all over, you know, everyone jumped in on that way too quick, but, uh, you know. I oh, got man, five. So good. Oh, lucky. I'm like, I'm over here, I just want one, and people are like, I bought 30. I'm like, man, I mean, think about it, that's, that's literally like, just, you're able to start up a club right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you've got because 30 Because they loners. use drums, yeah, because they use drums, they're like perfect uh for loners yeah, exactly no i ended up taking those tomcats modding them with the uh uh drop of uh, the drum i forget the bobo kit thank you yeah the bobo kit and then selling them to uh make money to get new cover for my club yeah that's cool yeah i'm gonna have to talk to you about a lot of that stuff for uh for my club that i want to start organizing yeah, yeah yeah anytime more than happy to help out before we get too off, I, I also I just wanted to talk about kind of um, back with Captain Slug. Like I figured that there would be a kind of a lull to some degree in terms of like what was going on in the community because at the time, like a lot of community blasters that were coming from people who either were like starting to get into designing their own blasters or kits or something along those lines that like you know that that aren't like. Uh, trained engineers or designers or something they were using like a lot of the files that slug had already put out there which i mean they're still there but it's like well now he's not going to be making new stuff so is that going to like change that dynamic and i don't know i think i've seen a lot more like things that look more bespoke like i'm not seeing as many blasters that look like almost like reskins of what slug has done which is like cool in its own way but again i just thought there'd be more of a lull but like if anything i feel like I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. I think I think the designing landscape and the engineering landscape in this space has maybe gone more mature and more sophisticated. Where like I'm seeing, at least from what I've seen, it's like I see less people just being like, "Hey, I made this thing. It's half done, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot the files out, and anyone can download it and do whatever." And more people being like, "It's not done. I'm gonna make sure this thing is really good." And like really finalized, and then put the files out. And whether Objection. they sell them or not, have you is seen and have you seen Silly's GitHub? <laughs> well, there's, well, so Silly was um, that's a whole other conversation. I, I understand that that's a thing, but like that that like, is a t point I'll touch on though. Silly has in a way picked up the mantle from Captain Slug. Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, I would say so in in some ways for sure. Um, and and that's a big thing that came out in 2022. The slab that is massive. With how yeah, with yeah, how yeah, popular sure. the reception to that has been. Well, that's like I was thinking back to when I got back into the hobby, like really big time, and like maybe 2018, 2019. And it, every time I would go on Reddit, I would see people post a Caliburn or like their own Talon Claw, or even Slug posting like a Caliburn that he made, like number 115, 116. But like I hadn't seen like blasters posted to that scale since the slab came out. So there have been plenty of popular blasters, but I don't remember one that, like, at least a Springer that, like, people were constantly posting, like, hey, I made one too, guys, which I thought was kind of cool. And it's been a while since that's been the case. Yeah, definitely. So, Spud, what has been your 
favorite blaster to come out in 2022? <laughs> I don't know because I haven't I haven't touched a lot of them. Like I, I, you know, it's it's really hard for me to say. Um, I, in terms of designs, I'm I, I was really into. Uh, it's hard because I don't remember a lot of names. I mean, there was a there was a couple of revolvers that came out that were really cool. Um, I can't even remember who it was, but someone had this like big, almost like magnum that it had like a top slide and like you could, you could drop the cylinder and barrel down and like front load or back load the cylinder and drop it back up. It was a really cool design and I don't really know what happened to their design process, but that was a thing. And then there was someone else, I think from Australia that was doing a revolver or no, it wasn't a revolver. It was a mag and grip pistol that was a trigger pull pistol so it was a semi-auto i every trigger pull yeah it's called the trigger the trigger pistol uh, is it that's not that might have been bobo i think that's a thing no it was someone else because i remember seeing a post about it recently and someone was like where did this person go like they haven't been active for a while and i, I wanted to like no i'm i'm gonna bobo's been active no i literally have thinking it right of a different bla- oh no that's a different blaster that's a different blaster really? i know what you're talking about Mm-hmm. There was another one that was a mag in grip, not a not a. Oh, revolver. just a full-on mag, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, and it, it didn't get past the CAD stage, but I was really interested. Like, the, I think they were using like Blender or something to design it, which I thought was like really interesting. And I haven't seen anyone really do that since like, uh, uh, Foam Knight. Foam Knight, I think, was designing blasters in like Blender or something. So Ooh. it's yeah, it was a really interesting design process um, too. Yeah, I think Foam Knight uh... did it, and uh, Jordan Manzan did it. Yeah, of course, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this is this is cool too. I I'll give them that. Like, this is a cool thing, and it's like a simple blaster that doesn't have that much hardware, which I think is really cool too. Um, but yeah, I think that's also a big thing too, like hardware, because before it was like either you had to have like slug design it or you based your hardware off a of slug. But like now that like you, Silver Fox has kind of taken over the mantle of like being the lead. I would say kind of the lead hardware manufacturer and then like out of darts working on kits that slug was doing for a while and like other new blasters and stuff. There's a lot of companies coming out of the woodworks now that are like taking up the mantle for that. Um, but there's a lot of like bespoke hardware kits that you can just buy from people now, uh, which is really cool that, that a lot of them sometimes use parts from slug or another blaster base. But um, again, I think that's like the maturity I'm talking about where like, in terms of the community scene, I think we're we're picking up there, which is cool. Um, Definitely. I mean, and i I feel like I feel like in some ways, like the third party community for Nerf is kind of like not too. Like, you know, I, I can't think of like a big thing. I mean, Worker has released a, like a blaster or two, but there is a lot of smaller companies that like. I mean, there's Z, been a lot of the Nightingale they, came um, out last year. Okay, so is Nightingale? Um, did the Phoenix two point come out? before then or after then i don't know i, I think it might have been before 2.0 came out before the nightingale um the harrier just came out yeah but that's um, 2023 yeah, 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 yeah. not 2022 right. yeah i guess that's a good point and obviously you have like the the fire rats and right stuff that's and what, smaller that's companies. what i was saying i just saw a thing on reddit that says apparently they shut down and that's oh. what i was going to bring up too you know, well, they they shut down, and either they've moved to a different company to take up the mantle, or they're just like a different company entirely. What did I tell you? Meeker would show up when oh, I mentioned his blaster. Hello, I'm here of Myth and Legend. 
Meeker, we have Meeker here. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't ask him to talk too much until we know he's recording if he wants to get on, but mm-hmm. Meeker, he might just be listening. I'm less of a personality in this podcast and more of a floating disembodied voice because I was not recording during it. Just He's not recording. Okay. Just, just listening in. That's cool. Just the watchful eye. Fucking eye of Sauron. Is it, is it our fault? Did we say Meeker three times or something? <laughs> we mentioned his blasters. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And that's, again, like years prior before like the community took over you know you had companies like jets you had companies like um um is exus a company or did exus they, i think was a blaster a, exus i think was a company yeah they no, haven't the ex- so like, made, the exus, like anything I thought the in a while exus was made by jet yeah there was another was company it? there though there was jet and Milsic? someone else it might have been jet m worker yeah <laughs> um, either way no, saber saber that's who it was Saber, yeah, uh, but they still make stuff. Yeah, uh, like I know it's a dude S100, has one like, hundred. I think is a saber. They make bricks. No, <laughs> no, the the <laughs> yeah, they really do. <laughs> saber M twenty, M twenty is saber. The S one hundred was EWQ. Oh right, right, right. Meeker. Oh. Uh, saber is descended from Sab. Got it. I just love the reaction to that. <laughs> just the same exact reaction. Uh... Well, yeah, I also had to make sure it's recorded properly because... Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Meeker's audio. not in that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I guess, I, you know, to kind of finish this point, like, it's it's cool that, like, while there's not that many, like, third-party companies, like, because that used to... Because that was, like, oh, like, we're legit because, like, third-party companies are, like, taking an interest in, like, the hobby space. And now Dart Zone has kind of made some hobby blasters and Game Face is making hobby blasters. So these are like two companies that like have legitimate presences either in big box stores or Game Face is trying to make it into big box stores. I guess in some ways they do, just not in like Target and Walmart. Um, But I think the community is almost like taking the mantle back and like, hey, well, we can we can also make our own stuff to like a very legitimate level, Um, which I think, again, goes to the testament of how strong this community space is that like realistically we've been around for like since 2000 2001 in like a real fashion you know on the internet and we're still here we're still going so that's really cool uh yeah no for sure the the crazy year this past year and i do think a lot of that does have to do with coming off of covid uh obviously covid was 2020 and continued i mean technically it's still continuing it's still a thing but uh i do think that that really changed i mean it changed a lot of things for everyone but like and our hobby was no different and that we're still feeling the changes of that um with yeah with silly entering the arena essentially and kind of taking over the mantle of Slug, he brought one of my favorite competitive blasters, and that was the Pump Skewer, uh, where they added a pump grip to the uh, skewer from Taffy. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That was my uh, primary for the uh, Foam Pro Tour, was the Pump for Skewer. For the Pro Tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great blaster. I, I, I loved it. And, like, obviously, Nate already mentioned the... Flycore, which my current favorite blaster is the Quick. So yeah, so we saw a lot of growth in the community, and especially in this past year. So I'm very much looking forward to 
seeing what else the community is going to do we're entering a whole new year and things are still going uh silly still making things uh still starting new projects uh <laughs> i actually and... want to bring up a point that we completely glazed over yeah and that's aegs abs mm, sorry yeah I think that's more for a 2023, maybe. But no, like, no, the, uh, the I, Challenger. Well, the, and cha- the Challenger Mark III, the Colonel Wasp 76. Mm, yeah, that all came out this past year. Are we allowed to talk about Equilibrium? Oh, oh, no, that came out this... I'm pretty sure that didn't come out until this year, though. Equilibrium still technically isn't out. Uh, Equilibrium was the... It was it was on video on, from Out no, of no, Darts. No. no, you're talking about Impulse. Oh, yes, that's what that is. Impulse yeah. is the R&D platform. Equilibrium right, is the production right. version. I don't know if we're allowed okay. to talk about that. Wait, okay, then again, okay, Manatee sure. posted it publicly on Reddit, so I think we are. <laughs> as the as the Manatee V7, which is making so many people angry. Totally side, but like, I is, is 2022 the first year that we had a community member get an injection molded blaster made? Because I think Shellington, right? Don't they have a blaster that got injection molded? Curing, Do you consider yeah, illegitimate just... pirated injection yeah. molds? Well, they, no, they worked out because a... then Captain Slug was way ahead of the well, curve. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. No, 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 no. I don't. This is someone who like legitimately was in contact with a company making it, right? Yeah. Then again, it would. Well, it, okay, the caliber wasn't fully wasn't injection molded. This, it was just the shell. Uh, it still the, wasn't the, until this year uh, for yeah. the Kieran. But I'm trying. Well, yeah, in terms of release, right? But the it's it's I've seen the pictures, so that's cool. At least to uh, you know, it's gonna be fun to see for 2023 when that gets fully released in full production. Oh, for yeah, sure. And people start getting it. Um, I, I'm curious where <laughs> yeah. people are going to be using it. I want to see it at a competitive event and not as like a meme build, but like legitimate, like, let's go. Let's do this. We'll see. Yeah, Here, I'll fix up my. Uh... Oh, t- totally forgot what it was called. Oh, what's it Spring called? Thunder? No, the, point? the Kieran, the 3D printed version. Renfield. Thank you. Jeez. Renfield. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll fix up my Renfield and you can use it for the uh, Maryland foam tour. <laughs> I wish I was going to that. Oh, you should. You're like I wish I could. Yeah. Scheduling conflict. Oh, right, 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 right. We talked about that. We talked about that. Yep. Finals are happening then. Yay. Let's see. What else is? Is there anything else we need to talk about for 2022 that anyone wants to kind of discuss on that end? Or uh, I'm trying to think of like what else is really um. Any of Gavin stuff? I don't really think so because that we're coming up on what well, six I mean, months yeah. with on the SBF. I guess anything like anything like big, like broad term. I guess that I can't even think of anything Gavin did anyway. But um, <laughs> what does Gavin even do for this hobby? I mean, really. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Again, he it's like makes it's almost, blasters it's almost play sad. the Among Us theme song. <laughs> It's sad because, like, it's one of those things, again, with Slug, where, like, he's so proficient and so good that, like, when they do release stuff, it doesn't seem that big because they're always on their game, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if someone was really good and didn't release stuff for, like, a year and a half, you'd be like, oh, my God, they released something. But, like, when Slug was at his prime releasing new stuff, like, almost weekly, it was just, like, so hard to keep up that yeah. you almost forgot about half of it. And also being a basically a world away is hard to get news and updates on stuff yeah. too. I mean, they, yeah. like I said, Gavin still makes, in my opinion, one of the best springers available that you can get for a competitive nerf. Which one is that? 
I see. Here's the thing. I think Gavin's blasters are basically an ecosystem in themselves. Like you can start getting into the hobby with with the the spamf. You could bring it up to competitive with the SBL, and then hopefully at some point you'll be able to get into brushless stuff with the SBF. Yeah, and I think I think that also goes into like I don't I don't know if 2022 is the year that it really happened, but it seems like like the hobbyist to production i feel like has become a a thing more so than any other year where like you can make something design it and like become a storefront owner and now you're more likely not just designing stuff for fun but you're like designing stuff for production where it's like right gavin like he's able to you know they're able to make the sbl and you know some of these kits and they're so popular and so on demand still to this day that like do you need to design anything else like the sbl like i haven't seen like much in terms of like pump action springers because i feel like it's almost been like we've almost optimized that completely um you know if anything 2022 was like the year of fun builds where like people were designing stuff for fun and like goofiness and like yeah i I will ammo type i will object to that with um talking about the ranger sniper Oh wait, that's not pump, pump action. I was thinking of the um five five seven mock up uh, slash the code hanger. Five five seven mock up. Uh, oh yeah, well that's that's fun in its own way too because it's like a different catch system. Like it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't say they like they they did it because it was like the optimal platform. It was like I want to see if this works type of thing. Yeah, but that's a good point. That's a good thing to bring up. But speaking of silly, one thing that we haven't brought up is the introduction of a the mega xl into the hobby yeah that's definitely a a point we forgot but it's like i don't know like i feel like that's more of a flash on in the pan thing because in 2023 i don't see them having any blasters out for mark for the mega xl and i feel like eventually that's just going to slowly fade away right i don't think so it's incredibly popular in the community yeah when i showed up to the uh dmv event you guys had like entire rounds based around mega and mega xl so mm-hmm. i don't really see it going anywhere in terms of the hobby space if nerf whether nerf releases a new line of mxl blasters i kind of doubt but like we have we have things Unless like less a worker or someone makes bl- darts yeah uh so, so we have things like domashevsky's uh i think it's called the hammerwald um which is a magazine fed shell ejecting mega xl blaster like people wow. are clearly enthusiastic about the ammo and i don't really see that going away yeah i mean you're right yeah i mean just look at it this way you got the thumper and the meganator and man yeah the um the and booper micro booper the micro booper like the 40 max grenades that you can use a mega shell mega xl shell in yep I mean, even the revolver you posted just a second ago, Nate, like the the Bobo, like, you know, pull semi-auto revolver, like it's people aren't designing because like back in the day, it used to be like, well, if it's not like competitive, then why did you design it? I'd argue there are still people that hold that opinion, including myself at times. but, But there are. And I'm that way, too. But like that was like the prevailing thought for a long time. Like I'm talking like going back to like Nerf Haven days where like. You know, obviously there are people who did like funny mods of blasters, but like homemade builds, like I'm trying to think of like anyone who did a homemade build back in the day that like it wasn't performance grade. We're like, this is meant to be NIC level play. The reason why this is designed is to like, I mean, 
I don't know. There are some exceptions, but like this year, again, with like Mega XL being a thing and like people like finding shell ejection blasters fun, no one would have a shell ejection blaster in like 2010, 2012 for like NIC play because it was like not effective. You know, it was like, well, you had to collect all your shells and you had to load them all the time, but like people find it fun still. And I'm glad that like we're leaning into that more than ever. Um, but you're right. There are some outliers. The FAR was not only the first MAGFED blaster, period, it also used shells and was a homemade. Bolt snipers, MAGFED blaster. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. There, there's, there, were, there was exceptions, absolutely. But basically, once Carbon started making snaps, it was like, oh, so like these are, these are like actually viable blasters that can be made in bulk. Because no one was rebuilding a bolt sniper blaster because it took too much work to do. You know, it was like a bespoke art piece. It was like an engineer to the nth degree. There's been a couple engineers that will pop up in the hobby every once in a while that will like design stuff from like CNC metal. But, uh, you know, the, the, you, you don't see them being used in mass, I guess. And that's, I think, why there's an ability for people to just be like, well, like, why am I going to reinvent the wheel of Captain Slug or... If you can buy a Nexus Pro, which like that was also a meme in 2022, like any blaster you made, they'll just go buy a Nexus Pro. Like, so I think that may have been like, well, shoot, you're right. I'll just design something fun instead and have people not annoy me about, you know, um, making a Nexus Pro. So the, the homemade scene like doesn't really, we don't need to do that anymore. Like that, that, it's good and bad, right? Because you can have people come out and just buy a store off the shelf and, and be super competitive. And I think that's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, is it, are we, are we losing makers? Are we losing designers? I don't think so. I think we're just like moving in another direction, which that's not the point you're making, but, um, you know, it's, it's just an interesting change. I was going to point this out that Meeker is not recording. So for all of our listeners, no. it just sounds like you're arguing with yourself. That's just a Wednesday. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I had to. Yeah, I know. Like, that's why I was like, I had to restate everything yeah. he says so that way it gets on recording. Otherwise, I'm just like, yeah, but. Yeah. yeah at, but at this point, what? Meeker, you what should just you start recording. Yeah. The, this... It'd be nice. The... Well. <laughs> this has been oh, Old Man Yells at Cloud with Spud Spadoni. <laughs> Basically. Isn't that, that's my life at this point. Yeah. Uh, I actually want to bring up. Uh, you well, brought up good points, though. Yeah. So, I mean, you're. You're talking about like the the Nexus Pro and like the, I guess technically the Worker Harrier and I guess you could technically count the Mark III as competitive. The I guess the big thing in Flywheel Tech that came out this year was Band Blasters. For the listeners that don't know Band Blasters, including myself, can you just perfect rediscuss what the blaster looked like or what it was again? Okay, so just a little bit of a background on Band Blasters. Um, originally they started a kickstarter to injection mold a design that was meant to be like the strife killer it was meant to be a blaster that you could pick up and was competitive ready at 200 fps flywheeler but it was single stage until now we've only been able to get up to 200 with either two or three stages of flywheels which is a little bit more inconvenient um but they've designed these wheels to be able to hit uh 200 fps in one single stage ah oh. which is extremely good for something like say the quick where you have this tiny little 200 fps pistol right right 
So that is that is definitely a huge innovation in the space. Yeah. And that's what like I was thinking when you were bringing that up initially where like I don't think there's been like a really big like FDL was a huge flywheel release. Like the Griffin was a huge flywheel release. But like now you see a lot of pistols and I'm like, "Well, we don't see like a big like I don't know, like rifle size blaster, but you don't need to anymore because you have these like mini cages that can fit in like almost any form factor that like in some, I mean, obviously there is still room for bigger blasters, but like you need big blasters for springers because like you need to fit the springs and and the plunger tubes and all that. But even that anymore, you don't really need with something like the Lynx. Meeker, no one hears you. (laughs) (laughs) Zinc 2.0, the well, the Gecko was only like 120 FPS. Wasn't the Gecko two years ago? The Gecko was was COVID, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was 2020. Meeker? Meeker, Meeker, Meeker. Meeker, 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 Meeker. I just don't think that, like, I don't know if the meta has moved that way. Like, I don't see, like, everyone making, like, spring-powered pistols only. Whereas, like, I when, what was, like, the last, like, big, like, rifle-sized flywheel build and was there one in 2022 besides like meekers mark 23 like yeah that's the smg one mark 16 yeah we are we are really getting deep in the thick of it i'm trying to think of a yeah no that's technically not a um (laughs) tangent over yeah i (laughs) man I guess the big, like a big flywheeler, okay, a big flywheeler, I guess you could consider is the vector, the flycore vector. Yeah, that's, that's a good one, yeah. I think we do have to mention that the 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 band blaster's actual, like, blaster, the strife killer, did not take off. I think either their Kickstarter got rejected or they didn't get enough funding, maybe both. Um, mm. But they decided, hey, we're going to make the wheels and motors that we were going to put in that thing. And. I think that's a better business decision anyway. Yeah, I, I didn't really like the the, lang- the design language of the blaster itself, but um the again, the wheels that is now the the hobby standard for competitive level flywheelers. Yeah. But worker for some reason still uses three stage hurricanes. I I don't I think I think at this point I think we maybe have exhausted at least like the major points for the <laughs> hobby side of yeah. things. Do we want to look at like do we want to do we want to quickly discuss just like nerf and their releases in 2022 or like some what of the big releases, boss releases because like um, well that's a big limited. point right Lim- like that's a huge thing do that we, i think okay. is worth discussing yeah okay so talk about nerf's general releases i guess we like what do we even have mega xl meeker meeker noises right so to translate what meeker just said because i think it's actually a really good point is that the ergonomics really can't be beat and i think also the rate of fire can't really be beat on like a pump action springer versus like a top slide Springer pistol, cough, which cough, is red just, herring. It's, it's it's more cumbersome, and it's you know like it's a harder to prime when you you don't you don't have like full extension in your arm. Perfectly fine explanations, and then but a flywheel blaster you don't have to do that. So it's like you can have it really be any form factor you want or any size you want because you're focusing on batteries to to make that propulsion happen, which is a good point. Now uh let's talk about nerf let's talk about nerf releases because i think we've now we have 100 uh moved on um we basically have what minecraft and fortnite that's it you know like and nerf limited I, i'd say nerf limited was big and we did have a few good nerf limited in my opinion but also we 
we had the yeah. uh wasn't the rival accu strike stuff accu rival um yeah wasn't that this year yeah i, I mean i guess it was that that drop yeah, um, i mean was what, what was it called the the curve shot curve shot was last year um accu accu rival was this yeah, year was with like the pathfinder the fate that felt like i think curve shot may have been 2021 definitely know the accu strike was this year um huh. but there there is the there is like the new round of releases right the kind of the pistol that everyone's been modding the that fate. has it's basically a knockout but the 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 barrel drops down Oh, the. Um, I think that's a twenty. Is that a twenty twenty three release though? I think that's a twenty twenty three release. But the fate was. Oh, it's called the pilot. That, I think. Yeah, the pilot's been very popular. The new, but yeah. the fate has been essentially it replaced the uh, knockout before the pilot showed up. Essentially, in my opinion, as well. I guess the uh, right. fate would be more of a Chronos knockoff than a uh, knockout knockoff, which would be the pilot, which would be the. Not. And then you had that big rifle one with like the stock and everything too, the pump action one that was pretty, yeah, uh, pretty well liked and received. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think Rival is still doing pretty well in my opinion. Now they haven't done any flywheel Rival blasters in a while, but I feel like Rival is still going pretty well, and Rival is still very popular in the HVZ scene and the stock scene. But that's like kind of it, right? Like. What what has like what is Nerf Elite 2.0 released that like really anyone Moto has strike. been like oh this is the great? There are some supporters of the Moto Strike, but it's not like this. It's not like when the Strife came out. It's not like you know. And obviously, you will have lull years, and I understand probably why that is. But I just think from like a brand perspective, it's like kind of shocking to see for you know dart zone kind of like become this brand that everyone kind of appreciates almost more than has like that was a meme last year where like early 2022 like oh hasbro sucks like dart zone is like the new king which i don't think is true but like that was like a major thought for a for a a long period of time Mm -hmm. um and it's just like weird it's it's weird how that is and I, i hope like it doesn't. It doesn't help anyone for Nerf to not to be there, or at least not to be making things that people want. Yeah, it, it hurts us all, really. Like you know, so I, I hope in twenty twenty three they they turn more things around and release some interesting blasters. That as much as I love limited, it's a limited line, right? Like it's not mass produced. Uh, they've kind of so. not been limiting it all that much, quote unquote limited. But you can't buy it at Target. You can't buy it at Walmart. Is what I'm saying. But you can buy it at but. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I will say that. I mean, I mean, there has been a little bit of like, I guess, encroachment by jail ball in the U.S. Like everywhere, yeah. everywhere else has been getting like banned left and right. But no, we like to keep I mean, these Nerf, uh, Nerf has things their own. around. Yeah, it, that's very true. The jail fire did come out this year. Yeah, which came out and then no one talked about it again. I oh. all I'll say is I have yet to discuss jail ball and I plan to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, um, well, something tells hobby, me. Right? So, so, yeah, something tells me if you start discussing jail ball, like you get the jail fire by yourself, you are going to get swarmed by jail jail ball sponsorships. Just look at what happened to what, what was it? Um, American foam. Oh, did something happen there? No, they've just been reviewing gel ball blaster after gel ball blaster. Have they? I have it. Wow, interesting. So I mean, Bra- just, uh, like, Brad, I think. Bradley Phillips yes. also kind of switched over to gel ball too. 
but that was like years ago now. I also feel like I feel like people in jail ball probably hate it because they're like overseas. They have like legitimate jail ball blasters that are like their airsoft, and it's like y'all want to play with this? What is this trash? You know, like the nerf is probably nothing in compared to like what is out there from like third party companies. I love that little play on their slogan, which is what the nerf is nothing. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Because I thought you slipped that in intentionally. <laughs> I'm glad you gave it to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit it so it's that way. <laughs> Fix it in post. Um, so, yeah, yeah. is there anything else in 2022? And as you can see, at the time of us recording, there was a lot in 2022. Like, we've been going on and on about 2022, and we haven't even gotten to 2023 yet to talk about that but like yeah there was so much going on you mentioned it with the wars and stuff that like people were kind of getting back to events and things but like it also caused the hobby to like re-explode again because this is i think the first year like the majority of people were okay with like getting involved in like public play again and um i mean that's always going to influence people's drive to make things and design things so um yeah i think like this is the first year where, like, we got out of COVID. Yeah. At least as far as, like, I don't know, there was end war this year and, like, other... Ragnarok wasn't this year, but, like, they're coming back next for 2023 and all that, so that's going to be yep. nice. And I plan on attending... Yeah, like, large-scale events. So, I guess, do we want to start looking towards 2023? So, with the coming of 2023, it begs the question of... After everything that happened in 2022 what could happen in 2023 and as we spent all this time discussing the last year i think just as much if not more could happen in this upcoming year because as we've said mm. this past year was kind of our first year out of covid even though it's still kind of ongoing uh 2023 we're even farther sort of away from it is a very tricky topic uh <laughs> but the hobby yeah. is essentially coming back into full swing this year and i expect to see lots more big events and one thing that happened and i will say probably thanks to the film pro tour is the competitive scene is probably going to have the most events you've ever seen for competitive nerf this coming year that we've ever seen it's kind of crazy. Like Maryland, I mean, you're helping Maryland like put it put itself on the map. Yep. Like, we have You're not the only place doing it. Yeah. Like the they got Speed Dart up in New Jersey uh that they're doing stuff. Uh we've got Maryland Mayhem where we have the Maryland Foam tournament coming up. Obviously Ragnar Oktoberfest is going to be back this year. They've got a competitive event. Uh what Brandon with the of of the podcast, he's they're you know doing a lot of stuff in the Pacific Northwest with their is it speed dart they're doing up there? I think so. I think it's partially speed yeah, he's hosting dart, like partially and... um panic. Yeah, yeah. So everything involving panic, and then they have like a dart league over there too that has its own name. Meeker and I Meeker. <laughs> well, I hey, you could help me by putting your own audio on. <laughs> There's nothing I could do about that. You well, don't need a hey, mic. Just the suck. What are you on? Just record. Nate Spud is arguing with himself again. I'm scared. 
Heavy breathing, <laughs> <I'm> hyperventilating. <laughs> Foaming at the mouth over here over this. Help so us. I have to figure out how I'm going to edit this all together. Make us whole. Make, oh my god. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh man. Yeah, um, I, I guess that's not technically. What were we, talking uh, about? we were talking about competitive in this upcoming year, is what we were talking yeah. about. So competitive and then other events too, just like yeah. casual like HVZ, like this is a big thing. Even casual like nerf wars. events. Yeah. Just, yeah, like it's all kind of coming back. I think we'll see do you think we'll see a lot more indoor events this year? Because I think that's becoming like kind of a new standard, is that a lot of people are finding like indoor venues that we can I mean utilize. I've been seeing a lot of events at Kane. Uh that's been really cool to watch. Kane looks cool. Kane yeah. is a, an amazing field. I would love to play there someday. Agreed. Yeah, they're they're cool over there. They they've they've invited me to a couple events and I'm like, yeah, well Go. I'm never in Ohio, but I'm never in Ohio and I ain't going now. <laughs> I thought you just said like I'm never going to Ohio. <laughs> well I uh, might not now. Uh, it might yeah, not be around the, uh, in next year. <laughs> just turns into like what is it? What what's the game? Stalker with the with Chernobyl zone. <laughs> Stalker yeah, Ohio Metro, edition. M- Metro Columbus Ohio edition. <laughs> yeah. No, Kane is definitely one I'd love to get out to. But yeah, and obviously there's the difficulty of like getting an indoor venue, but it does seem like more and more uh nerf groups are getting access to indoor venues. Like I know Kansas City Nerf also has access to they've started up a club that's also indoors, which has been pretty cool to see. I hope I hope we don't see it being a necessity at least not in 2023 either or any year um where i think i think i think in terms of nerf play and all that i think we're still okay um but like i feel like every year there's the discussion from media outlets or the community zeitgeist or wherever they may, whatever it may be but like our Park you know, wars I, 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 like are in danger. Our park sometimes. wars is going to be okay at some point. You know, are yeah. we going to have to go private just to because it's like you know the the way the at least for the U.S. or or you know North America maybe um, is that going to be an issue in the future? I think we'll be okay for 2023, but um, I don't know. We've only had one instance where we've had locals just mad at us being at a park, but we never had to deal with. Um, I mean, we've had to deal with some law enforcement, but uh, not to like an extreme degree. So, I mean, here in Maryland, like we can't do parkour anyway. Just legally, we literally can't do it. So we have to find mm, private property right. in order to play on. So like we never had that choice, even when we first yeah. started, which was almost 10 years ago now. Yeah, and I guess New York is probably not too, or at least in the city ordinance, is probably not too dissimilar to... Well, actually be surprised... Uno plays in public parks in New York. Uno it's... plays in Central Park. Yeah. Um, Do they really? Yeah. That's cool. They, well, it's not like the entire Central Park. They play on the left side back corner of the Met. It's the yeah. Metropolitan Museum, if you're not familiar with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we've had instances of locals coming up, up to us and be like, uh, what you got there? Like, what are you doing? And like, we just, you know, I calmly explain like, oh, this is like just a hobby we do. We try to make sure everyone's safe. Uh, well, I, we, yeah. we don't phrase it like yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. make sure like, oh yeah, we're doing it safe. You know, like we pick up all the darts after that was what they seemed more concerned about than, you know, waving blasters around in public. Yeah. There's always that, there's always that perception that I think, you know, I think Nerf is probably one of the better, uh, projectile shooting hobbies in terms of that. 
but because they have giant foam yeah, darts, I mean, like people you see what see the reputation more. that gel ball is giving itself now. Well, I mean, gel ball has microplastics, so but you can't see. I'm not it, even talking it, about the like littering aspect. I'm literally talking about the aspect where people will do a drive by on someone with a gel ball blaster and just speed off. Oh, oh, oh! Like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, reputation yeah, yeah. they're getting now. They've been doing that with paintball for years, though. Okay, but like this no, no, is a I, new no, I see what you're hobby. saying, but like that's I was more talking about like when someone walks by, they're like, "Oh, look at all these darts on the ground littering," but they won't see gel balls because they'll melt. But like those are microplastics that are just you know what I'm saying? Like it's just the perception of a dart is more much more visible to the naked eye than than a gel ball, yeah. is, or even airsoft is. Um, yeah, I definitely but, feel like the general like public yeah. perception to the hobby is is pretty positive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, it depend. It's always going to depend on community members and how they present themselves yeah. and what area. Yeah. At the end of the day, are, it's but... going to be you know community conduct that's going to decide whether we're still able to do the things we like to do. Yeah, and I, you know, again, going back to I just hope things stay relatively status quo in that regard. Oh, I, I agree. feel that. Um, we we may hey shoot we may have to go indoors if the, the if the globe starts heating up a little bit more. <laughs> now we'll just drop a <laughs> giant ice cube into the ocean. It's eighty degrees down here today. Like yeah. it was like sixty by me two days ago. It was nuts. Yeah, it moved down. I want snow. Yeah, well, there's snow in Boston right now. I don't want to go to uh, Boston. I, I want to. Mind. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to be in New York, but that's where I am now. I, I, <laughs> I agree. I'm very upset I didn't get snow this year. Actually, I take that back. I got like a eighth of a an sprinkling. inch sprinkling. Yeah, I got a sprinkling yeah. of snow, but I, I'm very disappointed with this year's snow showing. But anyway, back to 2023. It, was it a snow show? <laughs> I'll dismiss myself. Thank you. <laughs> So in 2023, obviously, we're going to be seeing more big events, which I do think is going to make things a little bit more tricky as far as like big, big events, because people are going to have to decide what am I going to travel to? Like for me this year, I'm going to Ragnoctoberfest this year, but that probably means I won't be able to go pretty much anywhere else uh, because I'm making that big trip across the country to get out there. So, so, like, you're not going to be able yeah. to go to, um, gosh, I'm forgetting which HVZ it was, uh, like, Indi Ma Indiana. Mall Mutation Madness? Not Mall Mutation Madness, although that is a sick event. That um, is one of the ones I want to go to next cool. year. Um, Hang on, I, I think well, a friend of mine, that, Morox that, Mods, asked me if I was going, and I said no. Um, well, you bring up a good point, Nate, is that I, one thing I hope in 2023 is that we get more communication and obviously it depends but like i feel like you're calling out a very specific event i'm not that i'm talking about you're calling talking out about a very specific general. event that you don't want to say i'm talking about things in general i mean look more advanced there are plenty notice of events, yeah just more advanced notice ragnar oktoberfest announced that they were going to have an event what eight nine months in advance it's in october yeah. and we pretty much found out about it in what january or february so Today. it's like okay, I can I can can't I can plan flights, I can plan hotel trips, I can do all this and that. But it's also like, well, if I want to go to that, and I want to go to this other event, like Boom is saying, you can choose that, right? Yeah. But 
if all of a sudden you're like, all right, I, I bought my ticket to Ragnaroktoberfest, I know I'm going to this, and all of a sudden, like, another HVZ or big war invitational gets announced, and it's like, hey, you've got a month to decide, you can't decide because you've already, you know, decided committed. what you were going to do for that year, and yeah. you're committed to it, and you either have to cancel all those flights, or, you know, or you, or you have to go because you've already put money into it, so it's like, that's been the big thing with NWAR, for sure, where it's like, if we can find out when this event is... I can either go to Maryland Mayhem and have fun there, or I can go to Enmore, but I can't do both, right? So exactly. It's like, I, and again, it's all down to like how events are scheduled, and I understand like people sometimes can't let people know where things are super ahead of time, but because like, it may not be arranged, and you have to go through like you know bureaucracy yeah. with either the the event venue with like I, I'm sure it's not easy arranging Mall Mutation Madness. Or getting mods together, or getting the event like theme together and story, like yeah, one hundred percent. Don't get me wrong. I know that there's a absolute truckload of planning and coordination that has to go into these events, but it's like, okay, maybe we could plan a little bit ahead so that like you know we're not like flying yeah. by the seat of our pants. Yeah, because now we're getting these events where like I don't know how many people are going to be at Ragnar Oktoberfest, but I can imagine it's going to be a lot of people. And it's like, if you're going to have that many people going to an event, and I'm not saying that one, I'm not talking about them specifically, but I'm just using that as an example. But like, it'd be nice to see like more legitimate planning and effectiveness on that end if you're getting the numbers you're getting in, right? Exactly. Obviously, it. I can't control that. I'm not involved in these. That's just me being like, oh, if I could wish for anything, what would I wish for type of thing? So um, I, th I just felt like it was a good point to bring up in yeah. terms of that. Yeah. I, I guess is that what we should call this segment, like like what what, what we should wish for? Oh, what we would wish for? Yeah, because this is all speculation, right? Like, we, there's obviously we know Ragnar Oktoberfest is happening, but there are plenty of things that either are in the air or in limbo or just like we don't know it's going to happen, and we hope it does, and that could be from new releases for blasters or events or whatever. So, and like as far as blasters yeah. go, like aside from like the little bits we've seen like isn't there like supposed to be some weird disc drum thing from dart zone like a pan fed basically yeah i was seeing that float around really i didn't know that yeah that's a thing uh, dart zone started up their own podcast yeah we have started another their own what? we have another challenger approaching what did they start up their own what? their own podcast oh yeah yeah with brandon and uh ryan or brian yeah wait like our brandon have we been betrayed brand brandon two ends oh like brennan but brandon uh yes i but thought you said brandon no it's with an a there's too many of those you know you got brendan's brandon's brandon's <laughs> all have one name it's been a long time since brandon's been our and on our podcast so it wouldn't surprise yeah, me yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, honestly honestly i'm i'm like half wondering if like we should do like like we should like split teams like we bring more people onto the podcast and then sort of have like a rotation of like east coast west coast and then like europe look when I talked about planning for events and wishing for more organization, I wasn't just talking about events. I was talking about everything. And we that don't have the organization we to run that. Yeah. We need a lot more to do that, too. So, I mean, but on that in your dreams, pal. But on that same subject, like for those of you listening, you know we have a Facebook page. I'm definitely going to get a social media post out there. Or leave a comment on the episode 
uh, that we share on Facebook. What do you want to see from us in 2023? We're still planning mm, on yeah. continuing to do this. Obviously, we're flying by the seat of our pants. We don't know what we're doing. We're just doing whatever we want because we can. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we generally do themed episodes, yeah. right? Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, like, actually, I'm pretty sure that I can enable like a button that if you're listening on Spotify, you can comment on the actual episode and it'll go straight to anchor. Oh, that would be cool. What? That's cool. So yeah, do that. I could technically that. put that on there. Um, so, you know, do that. listeners, I... <laughs> like, come on, hit us up. Yeah, so yeah. listeners, Sweet. go look for that button on Spotify. And if it's not there, I want you to go to Not Nathani on Facebook and just start yelling at them. Yeah, in a video game. <laughs> also, also, we do technically have an Instagram page. But, uh... Yeah, true. true yes, but I want them to go um, to your page You have page to cut out my samples, dude. <laughs> oh, I don't God. know. Maybe if you taught me how to edit, I'd be able to do it myself. This, this oh, whole episode Lord. is going to be samples, dude. <laughs> We, there's a lot of good clips in here. Just like the you yelling at clouds. Oh, <laughs> like man. Yeah, my, my cheesy yeah. jokes. Yeah. I'm so yeah. glad I'm not editing this episode. Uh, any Anytime Meeker talks, I'm just going to put I'm Meeker over and over. Like, like <laughs> I'm Meeker. Like, a, like, like he's a Pikachu. Just oh, like he's a Pokemon. Meeker. He just says his own name. Meeker, Meeker. Meeker, Meeker. Meeker, Meeker, Meeker. Meeker. <laughs> Mark 23. <laughs> I might do that, or I might do like the Charlie Brown and do like a womp, womp, womp. Because he's the oldest one here, I think. So, oh, like, yeah, you're right, Meeker. Like, you can do what they did for um, to Sands from Undertale, how they got like basically the game. Yeah, it, yeah, but you know where that sample's like how, from? That is no, a sample what? of Patrick saying, maybe it's the way you're dressed. Oh, really? So they just spliced the sample of that and just repeated it over and over, and that became his wow. voice, essentially. So we just do that with I, Meeker. I like how I like how my metaphor was like straight boomer, and your metaphor was like the most zoomer straight. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the divide we have amongst our podcast. Um, is there anything we want to talk about still with 2023? Is um, there any other points to bring up? I mean, it's Boom, hard did to... you give your input on like... I guess dreams for 2023. I mean, it's hard to speculate as far as like what blasters are going to come out or what the community is going to design. It, it, yeah. New ammo types that may come out. Yeah. Like, as far as I can tell, Nerf is continuing to make blasters for ultra and hyper. Hopefully more mega XL is what I'm hoping for. Like I, I do feel like it'll most likely be done through tie-ins like Mega's been kept yep. alive mostly just through tie-ins. Yeah, through Fortnite. Yeah, so that's pretty much the only Basically. reason Mega's still been around as far as I know. Um, I'm not even sure what the last official Mega Blaster was that wasn't a tie-in that came out. So Moto Strike? That was two years ago. Yeah. Right. Which, it's I mean, been, he's right though. It's been a while. I mean, like I I mean Yeah. What was what was the smaller? It wasn't the Mastodon, but wasn't there another like crank drum blaster? Mm, no, no, you're thinking wait, M Megalodon. Megalodon. I, I still think that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I still think that was two years. No, there was ago a smaller well. one. No, you're. There was a smaller one that was like a crank at the top. No, it had a crank. You cranked, no, I, like, I the know top. what you're talking about. That's I the have Megalodon. That's not a Rotofury though. That's the Megalodon. Is it a Megalodon? Yeah. 
What's the one that was like the Mastodon? Uh, um, electronic. The Mastodon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, God, so annoying the way they name sh stuff. Pterodactyl. Um, Tyrannosaurus. I still don't know if we're trying to keep this. Well, they have a Dino Dang squad <laughs> now too. Yeah. I forgot about that being a thing. So yeah, like it's hard to say what new blasters are going to come out from the companies. It's impossible to from tell the companies. The yes, I will say I honestly think this year is going to be like the year of the AEG. With how silly and a bunch for of the hobby, yeah, yeah, for the hobby, I think this is going to be the year of the A A B. Like with silly, silly designing three different A G's, A B's, concurrently, like a lot of people are going to have options with how they're going to be packaging things. And look, because he makes all his stuff open source, um, there's going to yeah. be a lot of people who are going to get into that. Um, also, hopefully, this is finally the year that that. Uh, Eli Wu releases Momentum. Uh, I really, I still really want to get a hold of one of those. Um, yeah. And who knows? Maybe, um, maybe Adam from Old Fusion Designs is going to make a, a brushless core, and everyone's going to be able to design brushless stuff. No, no. What we're we're st we're still waiting for Adam from Old Fusion Design to make the Noid core. The, uh, you're somehow going to summon Chance into this VC. I, I don't know how. He, he's not even in the oh, server, but like he man. will tunnel through space and time in order to go, Noidcar? I, I just... I, I feel bad for Adam half the time because they've said multiple times that they're not doing it. <laughs> and then everyone just caveats that with yet. Yet. Here's something that I want to discuss too, because I feel like the last, and sure this could be very subjective or opinionated, but I feel like the last like big leap in terms of like the hobby was when like magfed blasters became really easy to make and really much more affordable than like buying an Exus or um, some sort of like long shot derivative that you had to like angel breach and all that. Mm -hmm. Because before that, it was, you know, you had speed loaders and hoppers and all that, and now everyone has worker talons and everything like that. Um, and everything had to move accordingly, right? Because uh, you don't see speed loaders anymore. You don't really see plus bows anymore. You, you see a lot of blasters that have higher it rate of fire. Didn't Silly just release a bow? Yeah, but that's not, that's not going to change the game is what I'm saying. Um, but what I'm getting to, the point I'm making is, do you guys think that the AEGs or the AEBs is going to be that leap where all of a sudden some of these other blasters that are spring powered and yes they have talon mags and they have half starts but are they going to become obsolete with the introduction of a spring powered motorized blaster I, that's much more effective than a stampede i honestly don't think you can ever make a pump action spring powered blaster obsolete just because of how dead simple it is to build there's always going you're not going to set up a beginner in the hobby with okay build an aeg right but in terms of like competitive play or even just like park play are you going to be competitive on the field with that if the rest of the people around you have an aeb i don't I mean, think it'll be this year like i think okay. potentially sure but mm. it's going to take a long time for that to happen I do think it will Yeah, it and I don't even think year. there is or not. I just, uh, yeah, it's speculation, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 this is the fun part. I mean, yeah. would you say that, like, when flywheels came out, like, oh, now pump, like, I thought that. springers are obsolete so now because, like, and, and then once you realize, oh, yeah, we just outrange them. 
that's the thing. When me and Flying Chicken were kind of like, what's our what's our like lifespan in this hobby gonna be? When like again, being in Georgia and Atlanta, the FDL basically spawned out of that area. And so we had a lot of FDLs around like very early on, especially when we were using snaps and plus bows and stuff. And it was like, we don't compete anymore. Like we we can't we can't last. Um but then all of a sudden the spring power, you know, the spring technology upgraded and got, you know, where where that was too. So like, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say it like disrupted the industry, but it was like an incremental change. So that I which I thought was gonna be worse than it was, wasn't. Um, I, but now I'm like, but is is it gonna be the same with the AG or is it gonna be completely different? I, I will say right? that um this is actually something we talked about in the uh building to FPS episode where game designers when when the the whole flywheel yeah. thing happened was like okay mm. um springers are going to be 50 fps higher than flywheels are allowed to shoot yeah yeah good point so if it does start becoming a problem there might be there, game like game a meta design. change yeah there might be a, a, a yeah. revolution in terms of how the games are structured well you can see it that's a good point currently i think that i think that if anything that should happen mm. I mean, you can see that currently in the current competitive scene, uh, A, A, Bs are essentially put on the same level as flywheels where you'll see a bit of a difference to where all electronic blasters are like capped at like say 200, whereas springers are allowed to be, manual springers are allowed to be 250. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's already a thing. And here's the thing. This is not something new for the hobby to where there's always some new meta thing the like when the rival hoppers came out people said those were going to break the game uh people said that the yeah. proton pack was going to break the game and like there's now obviously those are horribly outranged by a high performance springer and which we learned when we played with them exactly so and the accuracy too yeah i i think until we see a decent amount of aebs on the field we won't know and I do think that AEBs have a bit higher of a buy-in, don't they? How much is the 76 going for right around now? The 76, let's see. And that's a good point, too. I mean, that's worth bringing up, obviously. But that's another thing where if, like, $165. if they do become cheaper. Yeah, so that's still a pretty big buy-in. I mean, I mean it's not but, crazy. But think about it. That is technically cheaper than you could buy a Lynx. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I guess on the other hand, one, yeah, but it's not probably... cheaper than a standard Dart Zone Pro Blaster, though. Right? Or no, the worker hire is actually more expensive. Whoa. Uh, I mean, that's FDL. I think was more expensive too, though. Yes, the well, FDL you know? so was like, like several hundred dollars more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So but, and that that's was not that was a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and those were all over the place. Yeah, so honestly, maybe the buy-in factor is not even as big of a deal as people think. Because I, I think I was thinking of the Challenger. The Challenger was the one that was really expensive. The a and apparently underperformed by a significant factor. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you raise a good point. Like, still 160 or something is like for me. Like, it's not something I would necessarily buy into. But like, with all as a beginner, the, yeah, bringing up the hobby production, bringing up all the hobbyists getting involved in it. If we do somehow find one that doesn't need a bunch of like bespoke hardware or like aluminum, like the momentum had, I think, um, 
to, to, to make sure it doesn't implode on itself. Uh, if we can have one that can be built for like less than $100 or 120 or something around that price range, are we going to see more of them? I mean, we could, but, you know, I don't know if this year will be the year for it, but it, I wouldn't say it's out of the question. It's at some point in the future, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that, I mean, you bringing up all these good points about like, you know, the meta can change. That doesn't really mean it's going to break anything. And then you have... Yeah, people thought the same thing about Rival yeah. at some point. It, it, so. The metal will bend, it won't break. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I mean, again, it could... Rising Tides raise all ships again. Like, it could make Springer meta. Like, okay, let's redesign how Springers work. Let's rethink how Flywheel Blasters work so we can all keep up. Um, that very well could be a thing. But, uh, you know, speculation on that. Um, yeah. Anyone have anyone else, anything else they want to say on that point? Or... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a thing that's already been happening, like, now to, uh, I guess, a limited factor. But I'm looking, I'm very interested in seeing, like, how uh, SLS becomes, like, SLS printing becomes a bigger and bigger thing in mm -hmm. the hobby. Like, Roboman coming out with um, the the SLS Zinks and uh, all these different oh, parts. Um, the, the fly cores is a big one. Those are just getting back in stock now. Um, I'm looking forward to when we can see like blaster designs that, that where, whereas a lot of 3d printed blasters now have to deal with, you know, printer constraints, whether it be size or, uh, complexity of like supports and whatnot. Um, SLS ha does not have to worry about a lot of that. And I'm wondering how that's going to like, you know, affect design philosophies if that becomes a more accessible technology. And just to clarify, SLS isn't the same as SLA, right? SLS is SLA like is the goop bigger. Um, SLS yeah. is the powder. It's resin. Yeah. 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 Which uh, yeah, I mean, we all saw that if, or at least that was, you could see that at Foamicon and that was definitely really cool to see, but like you need like a whole, factor you know it's, it's not, not something you just you don't just buy hobbyist. an sls machine it's it's yeah. not a hobbyist thing but eventually that might be a thing we don't know this is a nerf podcast not a hot not a 3d printing podcast yeah <laughs> although it appears that <laughs> but way sometimes. you have like silver fox you have out of darts you have robo man you have some of these people who do have like the infrastructure and the and the, the money to be able to like get into that so right it could happen yeah that's a good point um I hmm. I would love to see from the hobbyist side more ergonomic development or consideration in terms of in blasters. I still just feel like sometimes when people design like grips and think about how like how am I gonna prime this? Like how is that gonna feel? How how are people gonna interact oh with my the God. semantics of um, this blaster? I would love to see that be more of a focus. And I think some people are, because again, that goes to my whole yeah, Adam, topic about Adam is a big proponent of that. Um, palm swells. That's his whole shtick. Palm swells. Um, yeah, but, which is cool. Yeah, but Boom and I can attest to how the red herring did not really factor that in. It's, our, it's a hard thing to do. Literally, our thumbs... It's not easy. I, I'm sure both of our thumbs still have like little remnants of the blister that comes from like you know <laughs> using it. Hot points, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's I ugh. like that's something that like is a part of my career, and like obviously people who do like design or engineering that like they're more in tune to that. But as a hobbyist, like again, it's like it's hard to design grips. Yeah. It's not easy. Like companies will spend months sometimes with like a whole team designing them. But 
I never thought we'd get to this point as a hobby where we'd be manufacturing blasters at the scale two like 10 years ago. So like it, there very well could be a chance in, you know, ne the next year where that becomes a focus or at least in years coming up where like people start to really put emphasis into that. And I think, I think what, what the answer really is going to be is someone's going to design that perfect grip and people are just going to use that on everything, which is kind of already the case, but with slug stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think Tinkershot like was working on a blaster where he, they were designing like a really cool grip and the whole thing is like they wanted to be able to like utilize it on like other blasters like it was going to You're be... talking about the Spartan, right? I don't know what it was called. The tiny little yeah. pistol or the 557 mock -up? No, the big one that had like the That's the 557 mock-up. The, the grip had an insert with like tools and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's the mock-up. Um I definitely want to do like I I'm definitely going to be putting a focus on the grip design uh with Project Project Arclight. Um, what is that? Um, that's that's the blaster I showed you like repeatedly. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I should yeah. have like some sort of announcement by yeah. then. Uh, by the time okay. I mean by the time this releases. But yeah, the the grip ergonomics is definitely something that I'm gonna put a big focus on. Uh, just like yeah, you know what what's called uh iteration after iteration. I in fact with one of my earlier designs, I was thinking of like, what if I had like four different aspects that like you, you have like a slider that you can change. So it'd be like oh, 125 wow, different variations of a grip. So it fits uh, you. <laughs> no, it's Good luck. that's, that's that, really hard to do. That's not, no, 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 that's not me designing 125 yeah, yeah, different yeah, variations. Yeah, yeah. That is me designing five different like versions of like grip angle, yeah, yeah, grip yeah, yeah. width, grip length. I see what you're saying. That makes sense. And then yeah, it's, yeah. that could be, achievable. that's like, that's like how Nerf is saying like that the recon is four different blasters in one. No, it's one blaster that you can have three different iterations of. That has accessories. Exactly. Right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, some people have gotten around it like Meeker has and just like gotten an AR grip and just said, don't worry. Use that. It. Um, okay, okay. But on the other hand, Meeker designed the Mark 23 grip. Yeah. <laughs> the first version of that had a can opener. <laughs> the second version is a brick. <laughs> and that's the thing you, is you'll always that's like the first real telltale sign when you know someone like is getting really early into cad like especially on reddit but when meeker it's like, is not wow, early this blaster in CAD. looks really good no i'm saying but like wow this blaster looks really good and then you see like the grip is like a block and it's like oh okay yeah there's some work that could be done here like obviously this is probably someone new at it but i'm glad they're designing you know but, yeah, it'll um, buff out yeah but the thing is another whole thing i was going to mention too is I would love to see, and I think it's going to actually not be the case, I think we're going to see more degradation of good grip design from Nerf itself. Um, in the past year, there have been some really good grips, but because of all of their tie-in blasters with Minecraft and Fortnite Roblox, and all these things Roblox that have, was the big Roblox, one. Roblox, yeah, I forget about that. You know, have these really chunky, cartoony, over-exaggerated proportions, sure, but it I don't think that means you can't design a good grip. And I've just seen, like, especially from, like, Minecraft, you have these, like, legitimate, like, almost, like, 90-degree forms with, like, a slight radii attached to it. And I'm like, that's not good grip design. It's really, really bad from a company that, like, for a long time, like, hey, Busby sucks, but you can always trust Nerf to make an adult-sized grip. And some of their releases have been kind of small on the smaller end of the grip size, too. So it's like... I don't know if we'll see if they continue to do lines like this. I don't know if that's going to change, but it's kind of disappointing. 
I get that. I, I wonder mean, if it's it, a designer. It, I wonder if it's a designer thing. Like if you know they have. Well, you're you're thinking some Busby designers migrated over to Nerf. <laughs> no, I'm thinking maybe they put an intern on it. <laughs> like, I mean, here, here, you, yeah, you know, like you, you or draw just, the grip, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it kind of points to like their, I guess, perceived change in audience. Like you, you have another line that just got released this year. The uh, Nerf, what was it called? Kids Nerf Junior. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that's a thing. So like that is. Like you see, they're deliberately catering to a smaller clientele. I guess I'd say, which is what really irks me when people are like, "Oh, this this grip is very uncomfortable." I'm like, "Okay, have you put it in the kid's hand?" Yeah, but I mean, I don't think the end strike was really targeted at like adults either. Like early end strike with like the recon, yeah, the long shot, like like teens at most, worked. yeah, yeah. And like, sure, like there are still plenty of grips that work in both scenarios, and I can understand that too. But like, it, grips should still be like form fitting. It should still be ergonomic, even if it's small. And again, when I see like a grip that's like a bunch of cubes, like uh, bashed together, one of their one of their Minecraft co- crossbows was like that, and I was just like, man, like what is going on? You can still make that rounded. It's going to be in a kid's hand. They're not going to notice when it's in their hand. You know, like. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird how like that's not as much of a concern anymore from a brand perspective. But I mean, at the end of the day, a brand's going to be worrying about the the numbers, the profit numbers. Yeah, and it's it's always going to be about the gimmicks and the play factor and stuff. But like generally, with like any products where like someone is going to have to interact with it, like a drill or um, you know anything else with the handle, like the first interaction is always going to be how it feels exactly in the hand because that's you know that's the first touch point yeah like and- like side note i honestly love how much effort uh linus tech tips put into their screwdriver grip yeah that's cool when companies do that especially when they're not companies that prioritize that like linus tech tips you know like but yeah, they- that's why it's also even more sad that nerf isn't a company that should be doing that isn't yeah I don't know. Maybe I'm hype. Maybe I'm hyper exaggerating the issue, but yeah, it's still an issue nonetheless. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they. There's definitely a lot that can happen in 2023 in terms of design. Well, if if they ever release the rumored Nerf ball for uh, competitive <laughs> play and this kind of like rumored Nerf ball, that's a thing. Yeah, blaster. Like I've been hearing like weird things that like. The gel fire wasn't the only thing they were going to release. Like, are they going to release a competitive blast? So who knows? that's like, that's the thing. During the trailer, we saw what definitive, definitively looked like a half dart strife, like a strife with a half dart adapter with a, I think it was an F ten triple five, that that's workers three D printing division, mm. one of those battery stocks. So people were like theorizing like, oh, are they getting into half darts or is that just like, oh, we don't have the gel fire or we don't want the play testers to know about the gel fire. So we're going to have them use this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So like we don't know if they're like what they plan on doing, but nerf ball is definitely being a thing. (laughs) I basically just heard one user that we we know basically be like, that's not the only thing they're going to release. And that's basically all I've heard. So. Um, I don't know, like, how serious that is or how knowledgeable that is, but... Yeah, I mean, spe- speaking of, like, non-blaster related... Not related, I guess, non-blaster stuff from Nerf, um, 
say goodbye to not nerf strike what was the nerf nerf vr i think is what it was called oh yeah that's going yeah, away VR. yeah the yeah, game that they were doing that they're already dropping yeah i can oh was that in production no, it's it been out. around for a year it wasn't it wasn't something people are was it something they were going to release or something that was already no released? it was released last year oh and I see. now they're basically pulling it down it was essentially okay. Nerf's response to uh, Nerf Roblox. Oh, okay. It wasn't. It wasn't the the video game they released though. Yeah. No. So they right? they had two different games, I think. Yeah, because they had a video game that some people were playing, and then I guess a VR game too. Yeah. So the VR game is getting shut down now, which gotcha. I okay. can rant and rave all day about how live service is absolute garbage, but again nerf podcast not video game podcast yeah 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 i could also write and rave about how nerf doesn't translate to video games but like i think i think some of us have had conversations all that too, i'm pretty so sure we did have a, co- a podcast episode we about did, that with brandon yeah oh yeah 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 oh man boom do you have any thoughts on stuff you want to talk about for 2023 or i don't, I don't know i haven't heard from you in a minute i want to see your thoughts on things <laughs> yeah i was I mean, thinking that it, it's hard to say what 2023 holds and like look i i <laughs> i don't pay much attention to what actual companies are putting out i mean you know me i'm the I, everything i have is 3d printed <laughs> i i yeah that yeah. May, would make a good t-shirt <laughs> everything i have is 3d printed <laughs> um honestly yeah like that that's more of my main interest in this hobby. I like the 3D printed blaster side. I don't think I'll ever go away from that. I've always preferred my 3D printed blasters over anything I could buy off the shelf and mod myself. Agreed. Oh, man. You mean. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Are we boring you? No, it's been a long day. Just check it. <laughs> I gotta get up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to get. I have to be awake at like uh, five fifty to get stuff ready for my son to go mm. to school. So it sounds like we need to ramp up. So and, no, I I just get. I, I'm just tired. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So for me, like, if, if I wasn't inputting much in the other conversation, it's because I, I don't really care what Nerf is gonna do. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll speculate yeah. some. Um, I'm expecting more tie-ins. I am the thing I'm most interested in seeing from Nerf is more of their limited runs because there have been some good ones. There's been some rough ones, but I'm Fair. I'm they're curious what they're going to do yeah. next. Yeah. yeah, like the Needler has. That's been... That's where the real innovation is. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Needler was a good good hit. The um... Galahorn. The Gala people love the Galahorn. Even if though well, the ridiculous. Aliens Blaster was good too. By the way, if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Write that up in the comments. It drives engagement. <laughs> How do you know I'm not purposefully? <laughs> yeah, you saw that video too. What, what P3N? Um, no, someone uh, someone put something on on Reddit where they like specifically tried to make One a video mistake. on like r slash videos, like the most popular thing, Oof. and they were like, "Oh, there's a spelling mistake. That's just gonna drive interaction even better." Yep. It's like, anyway. For um, a second, I thought you were talking about how someone on Reddit posted about the Gallerhorn on how to properly say it. I was like, that took like we three left turns. Very, yeah, no, no, no. Um, we have the Aliens Blaster, but like, it's it's so interesting that like, limited Boba feels Fett, like technically, almost... I think yeah, people are starting to get well, that. Boba, I mean, 
how many blasters do they have that have a removable drop cylinder like that that yeah. you know has single fire? How many blasters do they have that work like the Galahorn or, or or the the Mando blaster? Like it's weird how like these are tie-ins that like should be like just reskins of blasters they have and like trying to make them, you know, look like whatever they're supposed to be and just ship it out the door. Yeah. It's crazy how much innovation. Like it's almost like this is their testing grounds on like a lot of like wacky ideas that like Never left the cutting. I mean, before, if you think about it, these are like, the just put it in here. These are the only nerf blasters you can pre-order. True. So yeah. I mean, so that's the I'm, thing too. Like, yeah, I'm like kind of wondering if this is them. like eventually <laughs> once they're already available on Amazon. I wonder. I would, you know, obviously a fly on the wall situation, but it's like I wonder. I would love to know like which designers who have been at Nerf for however many years are now in limited, because like you had people who I knew who were like. Lead designers in Zombie Strike, mm-hmm. lead designers in Rival, and like Zombie Strike isn't around anymore. Like Doomlands isn't around anymore. Like, have they pulled some of those minds into Limited to create all these really wacky, insanely cool? Like, some of them don't work. Sure, like the Mando, bunch of Mando yeah. blasters are broken. Still, it's like innovative and unique. If it wasn't for Limited, would they be making? An- would they be working on another line? And I don't know, pushing pushing the envelope. So that's kind of what I. I, I- um, kind of relating to what uh, you, you said is like i'd love to be a fly on the wall with like seeing how blaster ideas are pitched is it like is it chicken yeah. before the egg of like oh we need to design this blaster how do we make it unique or is it we have this thing how can we cram it into a blaster i know it would piss me off i know i'd be too mad because i would be like what are y'all doing <laughs> well What's because going they're on? all be like, ip based i'm assuming that i would assume that they have the blaster that they're designing for first and then have to right. make something else work with it because it's IP based and they want it to look like that mm-hmm. said IP. Now, whether or not they're utilizing mecha- uh, mechanisms from other projects in said IP, that I don't know. But at least as far as like shell design and whatnot, they're kind of limited. Yeah. <laughs> on how they can fit everything in there it could be a little of both too once again boone proves he's a dad (laughs) yeah hey you've you've done enough today with your dang jokes i'm gonna have to be looking at your dna test on point taken oh man um yeah yeah i mean it's you know and, and, and nerf isn't the only company out there with skin in the game you got like you know Dart Zone is a company that I'm sure we'll see. We were just talking about their blasters and stuff. Will Game Face release something new? Yeah. Apparently, Zuru has a bunch of listings for stuff, but like they haven't released stuff for like two years. Yeah, Zuru is kind of a company that releases the same stuff over and over. Do they have more reskins? That's probably what it's going to be. More reskins? I mean, it's almost like a... They're cool. It's almost like a joke because they literally came out with a line that was literally skins reskins like that was like a line that they made was that wait was that yeah was that yeah it was called x shot skins yeah x shot skins like literally that's what they did they released the same blaster in a line to say what should we reskin what if we did a skins line (laughs) you know know what i think is going to be the next big release in 2023 is uh was it was it michael's Michael's World or something? Ryan's. Ryan's, that was, Ryan's we're, World. We're going to have a new Ryan's World line that's good. <laughs> Ryan's World sponsored tournament. It's going to take I, the world by storm. I thought you were about to tell me that like Michael's Craft uh, craft Shop was going to get Michael's Craft? Lesson. Yeah, dude. Uh, hey, that'd be... Hey, I've seen... We have Mac Tools has their own blasters now. So. What? 
Yeah, they, well, they bought license of I think some Zuru blasters. Oh, so. okay. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. That's like I don't understand how some of these brands work. They're like sell like tools and like clothing for like mechanics, and then they've got Nerf blasters. In before Rio B blaster. What? Yeah. Hey, all I'd say. Hey, I know. <laughs> I know some people work at Ryobi. They wanted me to design Nerf guns. They just didn't want me to do it for Ryobi. So. <laughs> hey. Oh, I love Ryobi. Good drills. They're they're a great company. Uh, TTI is a great company, um, but I'm a Dewalt over Ryobi all day, every day. So <laughs> I'm literally working on a blaster that looks like my Ryobi drill. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's cool, so, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it. I have some friends who are designers at Ryobi. I'll I'll send it. Send your link over to them. Nice. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, so, love to see the reaction. Is there anything else you guys want to discuss in 2023? I think I don't know. I think I just think you know, future's bright. Yeah. Yeah. I'm after all the insanity of last year and like just seeing how much the community has grown and just where we are now, I'm very optimistic to see what we do in this upcoming year. So uh yeah. I don't know. I guess if anyone on Facebook, if you want to release a, a post on it, we can have people, if you want yeah. to get involved in the conversation, I mean, we'll have a post out. I mean, that that is a thing we haven't really touched on, is like what we want to do in 2023 for this podcast. Yeah, we can roughly do, we can do that real quick. Yeah, I mean, so... Uh, Sen- superlatives for I mean, the year? let me pull out my list. <laughs> <laughs> Man has sound no, I'm effects. Kidding. I just, yeah, I'm, yeah, I was about to say the Foley work is insane. I, mean, um, I okay, I definitely want to start, you know, helping out with the editing, just so like we have another pair of hands on that. Um, Love to hear it. Yeah, I just need you to like Love help to see help it. me out with the uh, like figuring out sound design is like the main thing. Um, Sounds good. We look, hey, we definitely want to get more guests on this on this show. Um, so. Again, listeners, yeah. if you have people you want to see, uh, you know, come on, just uh, put put it down in the comments. Um, you can technically suggest yourself, but uh, that's a stretch at best. It's also up to yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because we are a rather large group of Nerf modders that work on this podcast together. Pretty much all of our guests have to be like majority approved and whatnot. So uh, that's... you have to be vetted by giving us your social security <laughs> number. God. <laughs> yeah. So if you're wondering why it takes us so long to get guests, it's because we all have to agree. And I'm sure you can imagine okay. how hard Think of it that this is. way. Think how hard it is to get all of us on for a normal podcast. <laughs> now square that by how we have to work around another person's schedule. You have no clue. You have no clue. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, do we want to talk about it? Because, like, we've wanted to get Silver Fox on, but they're a busy person. Yeah. And it's not easy they're to too get, busy you know, work people. around their schedule. Look. Yeah. Look, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna talking s- as a, a. I'm just gonna say, like, me and Nate been trying to get this episode going for a while, but like Spud's been so flaky about this episode. So, oh, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I totally. can't talk. You guys wanted to record totally. last week, and I got stuck in the freaking battery tunnel. <laughs> stuck in a battery tunnel, and then and then you you know uh, abducted by know rats. I want to phrase that next one. Abducted by rats. <laughs> uh, the New York City subway rats. <laughs> yeah. So you, you decided that ner- never mind. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so obviously this has been a much more casual episode of us just talking about what happened in the past year, speculating on what we think this next year is going to look like. So 
Yeah, we've asked our listeners a lot what you think and what you'd like to hear from us. And yeah, because we are very topic-based, it's all depending on what topic we want to talk about, we're more than happy to talk about pretty much any topic in the hobby that you want us to talk about. So let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. Nate, did you have anything else outside of that that you wanted to talk about you wanted to do for 2023? I mean, just get designs out in general <laughs> yeah yeah good the, my, my, go to, maybe go to more events yeah de- definitely that too i mean i guess the in terms of design i guess the, it's like the problem is you're perfectionist so like you don't make a move out of fear of it being the wrong one <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you there but like okay. the hope is that once i eventually release something it'll be like really good so i don't know yeah. we'll see how about you, Spud? Boom, what about you? Oh, I'll go. <laughs> Beat you to it. <laughs> you said it before I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to get a new computer, uh, hopefully by like March, so next month, so I can finally get back to finishing my crossbow build. Because I, I mean, the real reason why I haven't touched that is just my computer. It's just too hard to run Fusion with how big that project is. Um, and then get to other, other stuff, because... You know, once my computer can run Fusion better, it's going to run every project better. So I want to, I want to get more including into the again. audio editing, <laughs> including. Hey, that's the one thing I can do. I just can't do videos. Um, I, I did buy a GoPro, so uh, I want to do more, uh, like war footage and have that on my YouTube channel. I want to try to do a couple more videos. I have some ideas in the works. It's just getting down to doing it. And the last big thing I want to try to do is I would love to do some sort of like CAD workshop on like how to do grips. Like, I, I can't fix I honest, the grip yeah. issue unless I help with it. You know, honestly, like, I think that would make for a great, um, not newsletter. What do they have? Uh, a blog on Added Arts's website. Yeah, they're I having guess a I, lot I, I of mean, guest I'm, writers. So, and I'm, I'm, you know, I have contact with Luke and all of them. I could, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's not easy to like it's a lot of work to like develop that and, and like make sure the CAD is like where it needs to be and like concise. Cause no one wants to watch like a 25 minute video of you fumbling around in CAD, but 25 minutes is it's, short. It's a, yeah. Yeah. No, for well for a big build. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's something I would like to do, but we'll see if I get yeah. into it. And I mean, side note, that's another person we'd love to get on the podcast is uh Luke from out of darts. Oh yeah. That'd be great. And also, I mean, <laughs> I also, I mean, um, Perry, the uh, Perry is, is Perry yeah. the editor, the the camera, yep. Yep. Or, or at least one of them, yeah. Yeah, per- Perry's the main one that is referenced. Yeah, Perry's another another person we'd like to get on. Um, MHP, Sh- um, Shellington, like just like you know, like throwing mm-hmm. out a few names there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. D- definitely a lot of good people, and I'm sure we're missing quite a few. So. Uh, you know, dear audio listener, hit us up. People. Yeah, yeah. X, X, that's very true. And uh, what about you, Boom? What are your plans for uh, 2023? My plans for 2023 is to get monetized. <laughs> hey, nice. I, I, I mean, I'm, got... I'm doing my part with Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. True, I did see you're on his Patreon. <laughs> yes, uh, but... Yeah. More Every than time that, like, I, I see that little dart go into the magazine, I get a little dopamine hit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cool, that's a great animation. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. It took, took a while. Uh, and I have to change. And it's not going to be cool when you get more than 18 <laughs> Patreon supporters. It's Eventually just... you'll just switch to Atachi Mag. 
It's just gonna be an ever extending mag. It's not gonna make any sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll get there I mean, when the, we get to that point. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 then yeah. you just have it off screen and it's firing the darts out. <laughs> yeah, mm, there you go. It's point. firing so you have, like, the names. That's cool. You have the, the mythical jump from uh, Ezekiel. <laughs> See, for me, uh, the main thing I'm working on is just getting, being more consistent with my YouTube channel. Been working on that. I'm getting there. I, I, I've done one a week for like the past three weeks. So I'm going to try to keep that going. Uh, I'm still trying to get to as many events as I can. Obviously, I've got all the events in Maryland. I'm planning on going to Ragnoctoberfest. Uh, if I can, I'll be at Nerfing for Autism again this year. But Oh, that's cool. I'm going to try to go to as many events as I can, but obviously there's only so much traveling I can do with my schedule and everything. So, yeah, for me, it's going to be the improving on the what I've been doing. So, continuing down this path. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. This year's goal is to build a teleporter. <laughs> yeah, yes. that'd be nice. Or get rails, get trains to be a decent mode of transportation in the U.S. That is not a thing you could do in a year or even a decade at this point. Well, hey, what about a teleporter? <laughs> You've got a better shot with a teleporter. You're not dealing with unions. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Oh, my God. Man. Can you imagine a teleporter say- union? Our yep, next... you're going to have to stop at this station. Oh, the union God. demands it. Oh, man. Well, I don't know if I'm on the clock for that situation, but uh, I'm pretty sure if the teleporter... <laughs> Listen, so... we can only reconstruct half your molecules within the hour. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is our next guest is going to be an astrophysicist. <laughs> that would be cool. Neil deGrasse Tyson but, uh, talking on Nerf Podcast. Let's get say, it done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say, Spud? I will say, I think for 2023, I think Boom's name is going to be a much more, like, I've already heard people, when they talk about the Maryland events, in terms of, like, the national scale, they reference them with, like, high regard. So I could see, like, Boomstick as a organizer. I think I think you may have, like, much more notoriety and, like, fa- I wouldn't say fame. You're becoming you know way more like, well-known in the space. Yeah, yeah, especially with more events that you're hosting, like especially if Maryland Mayhem becomes something that like people really, really like and enjoyed. Um, you have, you know, the HVZ events you host at UMBC. Like, they're not they're not becoming local Maryland events anymore. I think they're becoming more nationally recognizable, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, this is something that we've been. It's not just me either. Like, I, uh, um, obviously, like the people who run the HVZ at UMBC are fantastic. Uh, there's three i i run one of the groups in maryland so it's like it we, we've got a good bunch of people here who run events so i i'm very proud of the people in my local area for it now it's a lot of work i i, I will say it's a, it's a lot of work running these events but it's worth it so oh yeah but, mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, it's goodbye. I don't know All what good. happened. I had a stroke. <laughs> Fast. Uh, how's your How's your face? <laughs> Arms, speech. Beams, nons having a strong call of bondulence. All right, All right we got to do this quick, yep. boys. Yep, the last yep, yep, one yep. is time. All right. Are you still recording? I'm still recording. Before, before the stroke, before the stroke hurts, <laughs> boom, any God. further. This is-
Cut that bit. <laughs> yeah, we might have to. All right, so isn't that like two hours? Sure, do you want to do an outro? Yeah, 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 like... yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh my god. So this has been our ramblings about the past and the future. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me, let what me else would you I'm like sorry. to see? <laughs> no, sorry. Oh no! It's fine. What asked... else would you like to see in an outro for twenty twenty three? You know what? That ain't I it. want you to cut that in. Right after I say, and that's it, you cut that part in. That's how we're doing this intro. It fits. Yeah, it's fine. I love it. Yeah, that's perfect. So if you want to find us individually, Nate, where can they find you? You could find me on Instagram at NS underscore arms. Spud, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me, uh, Spud Spadoni, on YouTube and Reddit and um i don't know discord maybe um my etsy shop is still around you can message me about buying something i probably won't be able to get back to you on it effectively but uh it's there um <laughs> under submarino fabrications boom what about you and i am boomstick mods everywhere pretty much youtube facebook tiktok all the fun stuff uh find me there boomstick mods and uh till the next episode i've been boomstick I'm Nate. I'm Meeker. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Shields should not be destructible. <laughs>